Without wasting time, we are going to straight to the teaching of this morning. We are in the season of service. Ministry. Service. Ministry. And I'll be talking today. Father, I was praying, which area of service am I going to talk about? Should I be teaching on service like we teach in the Bible College? God, what am I supposed to say? And this word just came in. And I believe it's very simple and short. And I trust you bless all of us. Acceptable service. Acceptable service. Hebrews chapter 12. From verse 28 to 29. I read. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Let us hold on to grace. By it, we may serve God acceptably with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. Chapter 9, verse 13, the same Hebrew. Chapter 9, 13 to 14. For if the blood of goat and bull and the ashes of a young cow, sprinkling those who are edified, who are defied, who are defied, Sanctify for the perfection of the flesh, how much more will the blood of the Messiah, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, our, cleanse our consciences from dead works to serve the living God? The first place we read talked about acceptable service, meaning that some services are not acceptable. And the other place pointed out that there are what you call dead works. It may look in the, to the eyes of people as good, wonderful, but the eyes of God, they are dead. And this morning, briefly, we'll just talk about how we can really give this acceptable service. Now, service simply means work done by one person or group for the benefit of another. And in this case, we're talking about kingdom service. The service in the kingdom of God. Now, why do we say kingdom of God? God's business is about kingdom. From start to finish, about kingdom. You know, all this, our religious systems could shift our mind from the real thing to what is not. When God created the heaven and earth, like I said yesterday... He was actually creating a kingdom. That's why he said to man, after he said, let us make man in our own image and in our likeness. Why? God is spirit and he wants to rule the earth through man. So he made man's spirit. People have been arguing about the creation in Genesis chapter 1 and creation in Genesis chapter 2. And many people have decided that the Bible is confused. But one day after looking at it carefully, and I come to understand something, right or wrong, but I think it's right. Hallelujah. He said, and God said, let us make man in our own image and in our own word likeness so that they will have rule, have dominion. In other words, so that they will become kings over this domain called act. And so God made man in his own image and God is spirit. That means God made man as spirit, as a spiritual being as he is. 
But in chapter 2, it says, and God formed man out of the dust of the earth. Now, you see the two things. The other one is spirit. The other one is dust. And God breathed into him the breath of life. And the body that was made became a living being. Now, if you know about a man called Josephus, uh, one of uh, Jewish historians, he wrote something about this. He says, and God formed the man out of the dust of the earth and inserted into him the spirit and the soul. So you see, what was made in chapter 1 was inserted into the earthy part so that the spiritual part and the earthy part joins together. Man, being spirit as God, now rules over the earth that is earthy. So he is able to communicate with God, receive instruction on how to rule the earth. So his dominion and his work for God is not based on what he thinks. It's not based on how he imagines himself. It is based on the instructions he receives from the spiritual. Then he makes it manifest in the physical. That was why Jesus Christ, who is the second and last Adam, said, I do nothing except I hear my father. And I say nothing except I hear, I, I hear, I see what my father has done. So it is what the father has already concluded that he is making available. So if Jesus heals the sick, the father has already showed him, this sick you are seeing now is already healed. And he said, rise up, take up your mat and go. And the man gets up. It's not just because he just said it. Something has happened in the spiritual realm that he's bringing out in the physical realm. So by that, he is having dominion over the physical. We all know in Hebrews chapter 11 that the Bible says, by faith we know that the visible was made from what? The invisible. So if you live your life as if it's just physical life, you are just like the dust of the earth. You are neglecting the other side that is like God. But something happened. Along the line, this man called Adam decided to do his own thing. I will do it the way I want. Remember that rulership is service. What is service? Something done for someone else, for the benefit of another person. And this time, the person is who? God. So Adam decided, I am going to do my own thing. Don't eat this one. I will eat. And then I will Really, really journalize it. Really journalize. <laughs> and it will look good, but it is dead work. And then he ate and became independent of God. So the essence of God within him that made his spirit part and parcel of God was severed. There was a deconciliation. I don't know if that grammar is correct. You know, <laughs> If you say reconciliation, then deconciliation. He was deconciled. <laughs> Hallelujah. So Jesus came to re. <laughs> he decon. Now, when he deconciled, as I have said, according to me, after all, the ones who said that one, they are human beings. Me have said my own. <laughs> Hallelujah. He started doing his own thing. But little did he know that he was not actually doing his own thing. He was now working under another master, the devil. The deception of the devil is that he makes you feel you are doing your own thing. This is my life. I can live the way I like. Nobody has the right to tell me what to do. You don't know what you are saying. You are actually working under someone. Human beings can never work independently. It's either God is ruling you or the devil is ruling you. Whoever you yield yourself to becomes your master. 
That is why the devil was not afraid to tell Jesus, bow down and worship me. If you do, I will give you the kingdoms of this world, for it was handed over to me. It was delivered. to Adam never knew he was delivering something. You know, if you don't know what you have, one man will say, if you don't know what you carry, you miscarry. Many people have lost a lot of valuable things without knowing. They think it's just like that. May God open your eyes. May God open my eyes. So that we don't lose dominion in the bid of trying to do what we think is right. What God see is dead work. So Adam lost it. The devil took control and he continued living. So many kingdoms were formed. You know, we have a lot of kingdoms that came and go, empire this, empire that, until we had the period of the dust and the iron mixed together. All we think is that these kingdoms are being ruled by men. And that is another mistake. The kingdoms of this world are not ruled by the men you see in power. They are ruled by the spirits that control the seat that they sit. And that is why they do, if you talk, they will not hear. Because it's not their ear that is hearing. You can curse the person how you like. You can call him names. Himself doesn't even know what he's doing. One madman said that when he realized he was mad, was when, when he wanted to say something, another thing came out. That was when he realized that, oh, I'm mad. He said, <laughs> hallelujah. So, man fell. And the purpose of God has always been to bring back that service, kingdom service. It's not church service. Kingdom service. If you look at it, whatever you do in the house of God here, as I'm doing it for Kingville's church, I'm doing it for Reverend Rotwa, I'm doing it for you are just playing. You are part of a large kingdom. Are you hearing me? You are part of a large kingdom, and whatever service you are rendering is a service in that kingdom. And that service must be rendered according to the purpose of God. The Bible tells us about David in the book of um, Acts of Apostles. Hallelujah. The Bible says, Acts of Apostles 13.36, David, after serving the purpose of God in his generation, slept. Meaning that you are living on earth is to serve the purpose of God. And when you complete serving the purpose of God, you sleep. Please don't sleep before you finish serving the purpose of God. That is big tragedy because that is your assignment and God will help you fulfill it in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We had the body of Christ. When Jesus died and rose from the dead, he said, I will build my what? Not, not our denominations, my body, the body of Christ. And then in the book of Acts, it says, and the Lord added unto them daily those who are being saved. So he was building the church. And each part of the body called the church has function. The function of the hand is different from the function of the eyes, from the nose, from the teeth, from the tongue. Whether it is obvious or not, there is an assignment for everyone. In that case, there is no need for the teeth to get angry with the eye. Because the eye is seen by everyone and he's closed and only opened once in a while. Huh? Or you are, you are the intestine. Nobody sees you. So I don't know. When, when we, a young man met me some years back. 
He said, in fact, I don't like what my pastor is doing. I said, what is it? He doesn't even give us chance to manifest our gifts. I said, what is your gift? <laughs> Say, at least tomorrow the pulpit and preach. I said, eh, eh. said, no problem. Meet me 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. I will, st- I will see how we do it. We do it. 5 a.m. he came, and I took him to the road. I said, this is your pulpit. <laughs> God is my witness, and tell you the truth. This is your pulpit. You see everybody in those houses? They are your members. Now start preaching. I left him at his own side. I went to my own side. And he was like, I said, preach, oh. Not pastor is not giving me a chance. I have given you a chance. <laughs> now preach. Preaching on the pulpit is not necessarily the work. Nobody may know you, but you are called to serve. Everyone. You are not coming to, I see somebody say, hey, what brought me to this? The problem that brought me to this, it is not problem. You are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. He said, therefore we are, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us hold on to grace. Why did he say, let us hold on to grace? This work we are going to be doing in the kingdom is gracious work. It is by divine enablement. It is not by your power. By myself. Even Jesus Christ himself said, by myself I can do nothing. Hallelujah. He said, the son of man have not come to be served, but to serve and to give himself as a ransom for many. So you are not doing, oh me, I am expert in this. I am this. Why can't they recognize that? No. It is not you. It is grace. Let us take hold of what? The grace. And by it, and by it, we do what? We may serve God acceptably. So if you are serving outside that grace, you are not serving acceptably. What is the opposite of grace? <laughs> English language. A pastor, to make I tell us that one better, he's a grace man. <laughs> Hallelujah. If God is not enabling you, who is enabling you? By the work of flesh, no man can prevail. It is not of him that will it, nor of him that, but of God that does what? Mercy is a big brother of grace. They are one and the same. Hallelujah. Having understood this, God has created us to serve. And that is why he said in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, for we are God's workmanship. So when man is saved, you know, when he fell, he stopped serving the purpose of God and started serving the purpose of man. And God in Christ has set up his kingdom, which is the kingdom where we are born into. For we are translated from the kingdom of darkness, ruled by the devil, symbol of darkness, into the dominion of his son, in whom we have what? Redemption. Even the word Forgiveness of our sins. So we have been redeemed, sanctified, and brought into that kingdom to serve. Now it says, Ephesians 2.10, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ, to do what? Good works that he has prepared in advance for us to do. In other words, it is not you that is creating the work. He is the one who decided the work and put you there to do it. Some he gave apostle. Some he gave prophet. 
some he gave evangelists. Eh? I know that many people in the Christian system talk about fivefold ministry. And they generally believe that there are some people that God has called to be in that one. The rest are not part of it. So if I ask you, are you, are you part of the fivefold ministry? You say, no, no, no. Ha, no. For those of you who have been, me, I'm not. One day I was reading the scripture. I was preparing the curriculum for a Bible school on fivefold ministry. And the Holy Spirit, I believe, opened my eyes to something that shocked me. And I shouted, I called my wife, I've seen something different here. In that Ephesians 4 verse 7, it says, to each one of us, and the Spirit asked me, who are the each one of us? He said, to say the church. Who is each one of us? Everyone here and every member of the body of Christ is each one of us. To each one of us, grace has been what? Given. According to how he wants it. So I am not the one who decides the one he gives to me. And then we go to the next part, 11. He said, and to some. Some of who? Some of. So some of us, he gave what? Apostle. Some what? Some what? Some what? Some what? Now, my friend will always tell me, one of my friends, Bishop Brown, he will say, oh, we are not the one to do the work of the ministry. It is the church people. So we will equip them to do the work of the ministry. And I have always held to that his teaching for years. Until one day, I saw it again. God equipped us with those gifts so that we will do the work of the ministry. If we understand it this way, everyone in the church will work. You will not leave the work to pastor or those who have the titles. You know that everyone can be an apostle, can be a prophet, can be evangelist, can be pastor, can be teacher. And if we understand it that way, we know that every one of us have what? Responsibility. And we must use it to work. I'm not here to teach on five-word ministry, but I want to tell you that every one of us have been called and given these gifts. Apostle is a sent one, which I will, if my interpretation, they are the missionary department of the church. The prophets, the Bible says they are edifiers, those who edify the church. They are the a defying counseling department of the church. The evangelists are those who have been given with the skill by God to convince people. Some of you, if you go to talk to somebody for, uh, to preach for salvation, you talk to you tomorrow. They will not understand what I'm saying. You say, you know, <clears throat> Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, verse 12, you, you yourself, you know that you are struggling. But if they bring you to some brethren, that's why they say the ministry of the prophets is for the church. If they bring you to the brethren who are downcasted and weak, you see that by the grace given to you, you are able to speak just two words. The person is revived. I was teaching one time in our church in Portaco before I went to Ghana. A young man just walked in and sat at the back. And then after service, he came to see me and said, thank you for the way you spoke today. I didn't know I was prophesying. And he said that his life was already zero. And he was planning that after here, He'll go and kill himself. So something touched him to come in. And he came in. But as I just finished talking, he feel like leaving. He sees hope again. He's in Lagos here right now. And he's a pastor. This thing happened in the night, early 90s. Hallelujah. He's a pastor now. Pastor's a church. What if he had died? That word, the, when your pastor is preaching, the, one person can manifest all while you are ministering. 
the one who is an evangelist, we have already said it, who is the pastor? Most times we mistake that word pastor as used there as person who pastors the church. The original word there is caregivers. Caregiver, those who care for others. Do you know that sometimes we come to the church, we say, um, Brother Anthony is not feeling fine. We need to do something to visit him. So I'm saying, oh, topic, I need to go home. This man is talking too much. One of those, I said, ah, yes, we need, in fact, we don't need to visit him tomorrow. Let's visit him now. I said, ah, why now? Let's visit him tomorrow now, next week. Ah, you are not a pastor. <laughs> the one that are pastors will say, in fact, if the group said they're not visiting, he would, he would sneak out and go and visit and encourage and strengthen brother Anthony. True or false? How many of you, I know, you know yourself? When they talk about certain things, you want to defy it because that is not your grace. Not that you don't want to do it, but some other time. It does not really move you. Like, but if you say, ah, we are going for evangelism at uh, Ojota right now. So yes, let's go. The same person that's not ready to go and visit, is ready to go to, see, grace differs. And so, if you understand your place, there are those whom God now have called to give themselves fully to those gifts, and they become your leaders. The rest of you does not mean that you are not having any gift. You have something. That is the gift God has given to you to serve him in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. How do we serve acceptably? The Bible tells us about a man called Amaziah in 2 Chronicles chapter 25 verse 2. He says, and he, Amaziah, did that which was right in the sight of God, but not with a perfect heart. Everybody sees him. Wow! Brother Amaziah is super. In fact, the way he is dedicated to the work of the Lord is so wonderful. But you don't know that he is not doing it with a perfect heart. That was why many people came to, to see Jesus. And they said they believed in him after they have seen his miracles. But he didn't give himself to them. Because he knew their heart. God looks at your heart. He does not do faithful Faithful service. It is faithful service. Faithful one is, let me see. If the way pastor will see me, and pastor, you know, if pastor is, is so happy with you, he might, he might not put it on his spiritual eyes to see. And so, oh, but by the time they expose that person's heart, as we did here now, if they open our heart, I call opener, will, will we be able to sit down? Now, the aim of the message is not for you to feel guilt or bad. It's for you to correct. It's for the word of God given for, for correction, for rebuke, for edification. Some of you will be encouraged. Some of you are being corrected. So take the correction and adjust yourself in Jesus' name. Quickly, let us look at four points on how to give acceptable service. Number one, you must be born again. Because if you are not in the kingdom, how can you serve in the kingdom? You must be born again. Romans 12 verse 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Romans 12 verse 1. That ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your what? Your reasonable service. Some people go to the university. They didn't get admission. But because they wrote the jam and failed, but they don't want their friends to know that. They didn't pass. They will go to that same university, meet their friends who are admitted, and stay with them in the hostel. 
And then they will go home and collect money and come to school. They will even go to class, take notes, and even write the exam. But you know what? Some of them may even pass the exam. But because they are not registered students, there will be no record of their performance. They may do better than those who are actually students. But because they are not students, they are school dentists. They will write their score nowhere. There's no space to put their score. Because every space has been prepared in advance. I used to be a course rep in school. I prepare all the place we put marks for the lecturers and give to them. So if your name is not there, even if you have 100%, there's nowhere to write it. The same thing, if you are not born again and you are in the church, there's no record for you. And the books were open. And another book was open. One is the book of life. The major book, if you are born again, you are there. The other one is service book. That's what I said. Service book. We shall all be rewarded according to our service. Your works shall be tested with fire. If you pass through fire, if it is proper, it will last. That's for those who are in the class anyway. For those who are not born again at all, you are just working. To the eyes of men, men will accept your service. It is profitable. You give your offering. Offering giving is, a good, is part of service. Working as a member of one department or another is part of service. But in the heavens, in God's register, it's not there. God will look from heaven. This person is working hard. Oh, please, uh, check, 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 check. Let's see his former record. No. What is his name? There is no record. You must be born. Except a man be born again. I'll put it this way. Cannot be a part and parcel of the kingdom because you have not been translated from the dominion of darkness. There are many people who are called prophets today, but they are sorcerers. They can tell you about your life. You can say, prophet, prophesy. Man of God, prophesy. Mommy, prophesy. <laughs> Daddy, at, like I stand, I'm here now. I stand here. Mm. <laughs> oh, 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 what I'm seeing in the spirit. <laughs> and, and, and all of you will be happy. <laughs> what is this in the spirit? <laughs> when I arrived in Ghana newly, one brother, one young man came to me, I'm not brother. And he said, hey, you know, here we like prophecies. I said, so if you begin to prophesy right now, your church will fill up. I said, ah. He said, I will just put bench outside. And when they are coming, I said, nest, nest. <laughs> and I looked at him from his head to his toe. And I began to tell him about himself, about his life, and everything, a few things about him. He said, who? Prophecy. You are, you are revealing it. I said, no. It's not prophecy. I just look at your skull. <laughs> and through simple psychology, I can, I can, I can pick out few things. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you study human psychology very well, you know. You can look at somebody and can pick. That's how CIDs work. That's how they can pick out. This person is lying. How do, how do they know? Some of the people you call prophets, they are using that one. Those who go extreme use juju. 
they use dog, dog eye. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So you must be born. If you are not born again, all the things you are doing is nonsense. In the eyes of men, we praise you. But God, that is the ultimate. Remember when David was to be ordained the king, the brothers came out. What did they say? This one, God said no. This one, God said no. This one, God, everybody, God said, ah, uh-uh. God, what are you trying to talk about? He said, oh, the one that we need is not here. When he comes, I will let you know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, don't be like Samuel. The Bible says in the book of 1 Samuel 3, 1 and 7, it says, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. Now, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord revealed to him yet. He served, but he never knew the Lord. Do you know the Lord? Are you saved? That's number one. Number two, quickly. Know who you are serving and serve wholeheartedly. Know who you are serving and serve what? Wholeheartedly. The Bible says in Colossians 3, 23 to 24, it says, See, sorry, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. Ephesians 6, 6 to 7. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. Since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. It is the Lord Christ who you are serving. So know who you are serving and serve him with all your heart. I may tell you, God bless you, thank you very much. I may not tell you anything. Know that it is God that will reward you. Anything you are doing, the church may be too big to see what you are doing. Maybe so small, 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 but God sees it. So give yourself wholly to it. When, during my youth service, I was the parade commander. And I commanded very well that the camp commandant would say, wow, this is excellent. In fact, I was to take the award as the best commander of that year in my camp. But the award was given to somebody who never came out for pride one day. The boy never came out for parade, but he was made the best commander of the year in my camp. And I was shocked. I went to the commandant. What is happening? He said, my brother, that is how life is. <laughs> and he told me, don't worry. God will give you your own award. <laughs> I said, amen. And I left. I didn't get the certificate. Somebody who never did anything. That is how men operate. He knows where to press button. Uh, God has made me his own captain, his own commander. I'm now commandant in God's army. Amen. So know that it's God you are serving and serve him wholeheartedly. Whether you are appreciated or not. Whether you are given an award or not. Whether you, the, some banks, they put pictures of the best ba- bankers of the year. Now I know that some of them are not even the best. But they put their picture there. You have your ah. Even if you are working for someone in some way, see it as working unto the Lord because you are God's servant. You are a president, you are a governor, you are a banker, whatever you are doing, you are a policeman, you are in the military, whatever you are doing, do it as unto the Lord because you are representing your Lord Christ. We are ambassadors. They may not give you Nigerian ambassador to Togo, 
but <laughs> you are you are God's ambassador to this earth. So don't worry about anything. Serve the Lord wholeheartedly. The next one quickly. Know that you are serving by the power of God's grace and not yours. Know that you are what? Serving by the power of God's grace and not yours. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. Say, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which is bestowed on me was not in vain. But I labored more than they all. He didn't stop there. He now added, yet not I, but the grace of God which is with me. Hallelujah. It was the grace. I am not doing it with my power. So even if you are recognized, I said, you are the super brother of the church. Say, it is all by his grace. Of my own, I can do nothing. The next and the last one, be a wise and faithful servant. Be what? Be not just faithful. Be wise. I've told people many times, do not be too nice and foolish. Many people are so nice, but foolish. And their foolishness have destroyed the benefit of their niceness. Do not be too foolishly empathetic. Some brethren, some sisters have gone to visit brethren, brothers who are not feeling fine, to help them. And the way the brothers say how, how, how his wife left him, how he, everything is so and your heart is melting and you are sincere and before you know it you don't carry belly you are empathetically foolish be sympathetic don't carry yourself and put into what will kill you he says those who are strong should help those who are weak but be careful so that you too will not fall into that weakness because without the grace of God you are nothing. You are just like any other person, just like Samson. When they cut off the grace from his head, he became like an ordinary man. He shook his body. He now realized that without God, I can do nothing. Don't let them shave your head in Jesus' name. In conclusion, there is a reward for service. There is what? Reward. Serve the Lord your God and he will bless your bread and uh, your water. And will remove sickness from the midst of thee. Hallelujah. With long life will I satisfy you and show you my word, salvation. When you know all this, you can now ask for it. People believe that because the Bible has said it, it has happened. It is possible. But possibility is only possibility until you realize it. It is possible I can fly. But if I don't go to the airport, I won't fly. I will, be, I will remain in the possibility of flying, but I'm not flying. So all things are possible to him that believe it. Belief is one thing, but that's word of faith and that's work of faith. When I have believed it, I act it. If I believe that I have reward, then I can come boldly to the throne of grace and say, Lord, I need your help in this area. And I will obtain mercy and find grace to help me in times of need. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Therefore, brethren, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that the labor you do in the Lord is not in vain. Your labor is not in what? In vain. Peter asked Jesus in Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 30, and he said, we have left everything and have followed you. 
what is our gain. He said, anyone who have left father, mother, children, or anything for the sake of the gospel, he will gain all of them here on earth. Go to one woman and say, here on earth. You will gain everything here on earth and in the life to come, eternal, eternal life. So you have double reward here and there. If only in this life we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable in the spiritual realm. But if only in the other life we have hope in Christ, we are also of all men most miserable in this side. So you should... Don't, don't be miserable here in one side. Make sure that you are not miserable in the two sides. Hallelujah. So make sure that you, anything you desire of the Lord, just go to the Lord. I need this. Sometimes the devil will not allow you to do that. He said, are you sure you happen? No. Father, I need this. He is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So there is reward. This offering I'm giving is the only thing I have. But I'm led in the spirit to give it. But how do I feed my family when I go? But I have to obey God. I'm not obeying my pastor. He's not the one telling me to do it. If they coerce you to do something... It is not the work of faith. It is faithful service. But if you do the what God said, because you believe it is true, God's word will come to pass. The, the red wire and the blue wire will spark and light will come. I don't have time. We will stop it here. And I want all of us to prepare our spirit. Let us rise up now. I want you to ask yourself, am I serving acceptably? Or am I serving ordinarily? We have seen all the examples in the scripture. Which one belongs to me? Where am I positioned in all this? If you know you are not yet born again, it doesn't matter how many years you have been in church. Maybe you are even having one position or the other. You can open your heart up this morning and give your life to Jesus Christ. The man of God will come and make the altar call. And then you will respond. That is the number one way to make sure that you have a file open for you in the king. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you are here this morning, the number one has not been fulfilled. Don't be ashamed though because <laughs> the same person wears shame with sickness in body. They go shame, put them inside ground. Hallelujah. You are suffering from this stomach egg. It's killing you. And you close your mouth. You will die. We also... Tortoise says his sister closed his mind. Go marry for land of the dead. Can't die there. So he, dead, closed mind, go there, go kill him. Then he, too, he closed mind, go carry cops. <laughs> so don't let anything put you down. Open your heart to Jesus right now. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ and put your name in that register so that at least your word, apart from eternal life, you also have your own reward here on earth. Lift up your hand, let us pray. Be sincere to yourself. Every head, eyes closed, every head bow. Please, just raise up your hand and do you ask people to come forward? You can come forward and let us pray.